Like you just put it all out there because when you're in a relationship, you love somebody for, you know, the things that you love. But when it comes down to it, it's, are you willing to put up with their flaws too? Like, I'd almost rather just tell everybody all the bad things about me. It's a very, very short list. I'm sure you know, (laughs) but have them make the decision based on that. everybody welcome to our second episode of broads with brains uh this is Brittany, and this is katie today our episode is going to be about dating in our 20s and 30s um, but we thought we'd give you a little tidbit about how we started dating (laughs) (laughs) we were much younger when we started dating (laughs) (laughs) so katie and i met in our early 20s late teens um, the best part of the story is we didn't like each other when we met. We did not. Is that because we're bitches? Um, I think so. Um, but also you were dating one of my friends and I think I was a little protective. Yeah. Um, and it was like, who is this bitch dating my friend and what is she up to? <laughs> and it's me. <laughs> And here we are, 15-something years later, still yep. friends. I think somebody realized, because we were at a party, and I don't know if we'd met for the first time there or what was going on, but somebody realized, it might have been him, that we needed to kind of get our act together and start to realize that we could be friends, and sent us on a beer run, and um, in that 15-minute ride, we fell in love. We did. <laughs> And I remember that day so clearly because I remember your car, you had the red car, the Civic, and you had a white purse. I don't know why, but I remember that. Oh, Um, yes. I was very fancy back then. And I don't know if that was the day or if this was a different day, but I think when you went into the store, your dad was at the bar. Oh, Um, interesting. Or if that was a different day. But like you just came back and you were like, oh, I saw my dad. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, then during that car ride, I guess we got to talking and we actually realized that we did like each other and we like cut cut the crap and decided to be friends. Yeah, I think the best part about that is I don't have a lot of female friends. I never really did because basically I thought I was a boy until I grew boobs when I was 15. Um, And the the female friends in my life I'm very selective about and there's a group of maybe six of us now who all have become friends too and um I'm very thankful for that so yeah I think I was the same way um I've always had guy friends I think now I have more girlfriends than guy friends though yeah it evolves yeah Kind of like dating in your 20s to your 30s. Yes. So um, we thought this would be a nice light subject, somewhat hilarious. And when I think we both were putting some some thoughts down about this, um, I was laughing hysterically and wanted to cry in certain parts too. Laughing at what? Um, well, I think the first thing that we were going to go over was what we were looking for in our 20s. Um and um, maybe the standards or lack thereof. Yeah. Like, what what were you looking for in a guy in your 20s? So nothing. Um, absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, 
um a man that was it or a boy I should probably say um anyone really that was fun to hang out with um would tolerate me and my friends and that would go to the bar with us that was like pretty much it but what ended up happening for me is the whoever guy I would start dating after a few months I would get super serious and then I wanted to marry them and like wanted to have their babies and you know all of that stuff that ends up progressing when you're in a relationship that happened to me a lot when I when I was dating in my 20s which is weird yeah that's super surprising to hear that from you um I never really thought that and maybe that's a natural thing I think when you have a normal relationship you want to think okay, the next step is going to be marriage. And can I see myself with this person? Um, I just didn't expect that from you, maybe knowing who you dated, but (laughs) (laughs) like I can talk. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think both of us, we, we didn't really put much thought into it. We just dated whoever we dated. And when we say, I should clarify, when we say dated, we mean, I think we mean two things. I think we mean casually date. And I think we also mean long-term relationship. Yeah, because we mostly had long-term relationships. We didn't, you know, bounce around or like the, like the kids say, you know, weren't talking to multiple people at a time. Um, We had, you know, serious boyfriends. Um, And for me, I was going back with my criteria of what I wanted in a person in my twenties. And basically if you had a penis or a personality slightly better than a cardboard box, you were in everything else was negotiable, but those two things were like, all right, this is, we'll take this person. Um, And nothing against anybody that I dated because I still have love for most of them, but you, you change and evolve throughout your years and start to look for uh, more specific things with somebody. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm friends still with everyone I've dated um, during during that time period. But what was interesting is one of the, the people that I dated pretty seriously when we met, um, his ex-girlfriend was pregnant. He didn't have a driver's license because um, he had a DUI and he did have a job. But all of those things aside, I was like, sign me up. Let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) At least he had a job. I don't think most of the people I dated, like job was optional in the license thing. That was something we had in common because we dated multiple people without a license. It's alarming. Yeah. What, like, what was going on? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe because we're just you know, our own people. And we're like, we got our own money. We have our own car. We don't need a man to provide those things. (laughs) Yeah. But when I look back on it, like I would have to bring him places. And I remember you would have to do the same with some people. Um, And it's just a weird thing. Like when you're in your twenties, like when you're a teenager, fine. Everybody's dating people who, who like are old enough to have a license at that age. But when you're older, (laughs) It just starts to get a little weird. Um, so, so talk about, yeah, talk about dating somebody with a child and how that goes in your 20s. Yes. Yeah, so there were two different people I dated that had kids. One um, 
like I said, we started dating when he was, when he was pregnant, when his girlfriend was, oh my God, when his ex-girlfriend. The plot thickens. (laughs) When his ex-girlfriend was pregnant. So that was new because the child was new for him. Him being a parent was new. So he was adjusting to being a parent while we were adjusting to having a relationship. That got very complicated and is probably one of the main reasons that that relationship didn't work out. I dated someone Mm -hmm. years later who had a child that was older and his relationship with his child's mother was much better and he was much more adjusted to being a parent. So that flowed a little bit better and, and we broke up for different reasons. But being the second person, like not being number one, not being the priority. It was really hard. And I think that that's why now that's something that I stay away from or try to. Yeah, I think that's the key thing when you start to date somebody with children is you go into it knowing or maybe not knowing that you're not going to be number one. And they can say that, but their kid is as it should be. Um, and if, if their child is not number one, they have their priorities all screwed up. Um, but sometimes that's hard to, to grasp, um, especially if you've been with somebody who does not have a child. Uh, for me in my 20s, I did not want to date anybody with children. That was my rule. Um, and kind of came to be because I was, as the kids say, talking to somebody. And he told me that he had a two-year-old. And I was like, mm, okay. But I knew it wasn't serious, so I kind of, like, let it go, and it wasn't a big deal. And then two weeks into it, he said, remember how I told you I had a two-year-old? And I was like, "Uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of a big deal. He's like, well, I also have a baby on the way. And I was like, on the way here? Like, I'm going to meet the baby? And he's like, no, like, my baby's mom is pregnant. And I was like, oh, pump the brakes. We are done here. Sorry. And so after that experience, I was just done with it and if somebody had a child I would just would nope sorry not interested I'm not even getting caught up in that and I knew kind of what you had gone through with some of that too so maybe just living through your experience I was like you know I I just I I don't want to do this um it's hard and I'm not sure that any of us were really ready to be parents in our 20s so I think that that added to it, it being complicated um for sure for sure what what was a date in our 20s? Did we even have a date? Like, did you go on a date when you were in your 20s? So there were, I think, two versions of a date <laughs> where we grew, where we lived and grew up. One was a field party. Yes. I love a good field party. <laughs> Let's bring um, that back. And the other was the bar. Mm-hmm. Those were dates. Um those were first dates. Those were 20th dates. Those were anniversaries. I mean, that was everything. every Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Every Tuesday. Um, I don't think, I mean, we would go to dinner sometimes, but like nothing fancy. No, no. Was it the same for you? That. Oh yes, for sure. I mean, I've never, I don't remember a single occasion where someone was like, let's go on a date or maybe somebody did. And I was like, a date. What is that? To look it up. (laughs) No, definitely not. Yeah. 
<laughs> and um, so when I think about dating in my 20s, I think about when um, you and I dated some people who might have been related to each other. Oh, yeah, that's interesting, too. Uh, good old PA days. Yeah. And it we the four of us were like a little fam for a minute. Um, and still love them, by the way. I do, I mean, too. I can't say ba- anything bad about anybody except with the exception of one person that I dated who, if he was on fire in the street, I wouldn't stop to pee on him to put him out. But everybody else, I mean, there's a there's a little element of love or, or of respect, at least I could say. Totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think, like, physically you were looking for in your 20s? Like, what was attractive to you? Um, a lot of my sister even said to me the one time, what do these guys even have in common? Because they were kind of all over the map, right? They were. Yeah, physically. Um, but most of them, like, shaved head look, kind of um thuggish if you want to use that word um most of them had priors so that was not a requirement but just maybe something that happened and like i i say yes exactly extra bonus been been had a record um i usually use vin diesel as my um muse because i loved him for years thought he was gorgeous um, that kind of bald head, big muscular guy. And then I heard him talk on a night show and he had a personality of a grub. And I was like, Finn, oh, I wasted all these years with you. He oh. is pretty so, to look so, at. Yeah. I mean, I, I love when, you know, you can be attractive, but as soon as you don't have a personality or, you know, you're, you have no teeth, that for me is like an instant turn. Like, please have all of your teeth. I'm sorry. I hate to be that shallow. But it is a um, physical attribute that I actually value in people. I would agree. What about you? Yours are kind of all over the map, too. So most of them were construction. Um, Like work boots and dirty hands and like calloused hands and dirty jeans. Um, And that that was pretty common for most of the guys in my 20s that they were did some sort of physical labor and and that was attractive to me like that I worked all day kind of muscle instead of show muscles yeah there's something about boys with dirt on them too they're good for your immune system (laughs) (laughs) um and I think that has to do with like a little bit of how we grew up and where we grew up that that's attractive to us for sure for sure and I think those things have changed. I mean, turnout ons now, um, like for me back then, if you were hot and a bad boy, you were in. And now it's, there's, it, it evolves into different things. You look deeper into people. Um, you know, for me, I like somebody who is very self-aware. I've always liked guys who straddle the line of confidence and cockiness. Mm. Um, so that for me is is a huge turn on. And I like somebody funny, too. I like somebody who will laugh at my jokes. Can I, like, ask somebody that? I like we, I like. We can too. date, but will you laugh at my jokes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Somebody who thinks I'm funny. Somebody who likes to laugh. And, the, and these are more things that I, I look for now. Where, um, I mean, I think all the 
other guys that I dated had that, but I think I look for it in a different way now. Um, sure. So what are some of the other things that you look for now, like standards now? Oh, yes, because now we have standards. We've gone from zero to now we want specific things. And that's good, right? We've, we've grown as women, and now we have expectations from the men that we want to be with, which is how it should be. Um, my thing, too, besides, you know, the self-awareness is, and you will relate to this, I'm very, um, as I like to call it, I have leadership skills. Some people may call it bossy. That's fine. And I'm somewhat aggressive. And I want somebody who will not let me walk all over them. Do not be a pushover. Don't let me always have my way. Um, all, you know, there's a, a certain element of compromise in there. But if I know I can push somebody around, I don't, that's so unattractive to me. Mm. Yeah. That's and a big one for me. Similarly, I need someone now who can handle the fact that a lot of me is independent, where if I'm Mm -hmm. having a problem, if I can't figure something out, they might not be the first person that I call. Um, I might not call anybody, I might just figure it out on my own, or I might call you, you know, before I necessarily call them. And in the past, I think that's been difficult for some of the people I've dated. And that is an area where I could probably work on it a little bit, and maybe be a little bit better about asking them for help. But also them accepting that I don't necessarily need them to help me with everything. And I can do plenty of stuff on my own. I think that's the key when you are a strong woman and you have a guy in your life, even if you can do it yourself, you find certain things that to ask them to help you with. So they don't feel, I think men a lot of times have that inherent, um, piece where they want to be your protector or be like a, I don't want to say a dad figure because that's weird, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So you find little things to ask them to help with. Like if I've ever asked you to open a jar for me as a man, I can open the jar myself. I'm just, you know, giving, throwing you a bone there. So. Yeah. I (laughs) might need help with like changing a tire, anything car related. I definitely, I don't know. And I need help with but um, that's probably something good to keep in mind for me um, in yeah. the future. Yep. So we've talked about, too, um, like interrogating people or asking for a resume up front, as we call it. <sighs> yes. In our 30s. And uh-huh. I think that comes from having such low standards in our, um, in our 20s and we just let everything go and, you know, didn't figure somebody out for a little bit. So now we want everything on the table before we decide to go forward. Yeah. Like first date, I want to know your job. I want to know what your family's like. I want to know, um, like, do you have a 401k? Do you know what a 401k is? (laughs) Um, like I need, what's your portfolio like? Um, I joke, but, um, but getting more of that info up front instead of finding it out in like six weeks or six months where then you're like, Oh crap, what do I do now? Yeah. I laugh because you've interrogated some of the people that I've dated in my life. And I know when you pull them to the side and have your Katie moment that they come back and like, so did she interrogate you? And they're like, yes, (laughs) friends are for that's different. (laughs) (laughs) That's just being a protective friend. Um, Yeah. But we need that. 
um, for ourselves to weed people out. Not necessarily people that aren't good people, but people that aren't the right person for us. Yeah, meeting our needs. Don't waste my time. Um, and I'm all for, uh, you know, if we if we if we meet somebody, I would rather know the bad points about them. Like, tell me all of your shit up front because we all have it, right? And you fall in love with somebody because of, you know, the way that they look or the way they make you feel. And then you start dating for somebody for a long time and you realize that they can't pick up after themselves or they have this annoying habit or whatever. But those are the things you love somebody, I think, because ultimately of their flaws or you decide that you embrace them because of it. Um, So I'd rather just put it all out there and decide like, well, I'll maybe take a can't pick up the socks guy over the grinding teeth while I sleep guy. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good question. Do you snore? Um... (laughs) You're out. (laughs) We have standards now. (laughs) And it's so funny that our standards have gone from like, from nothing to very specific things. Um. And I think for for me, I've done some online dating and that's one of the things that's hard about it is to me, it feels like you're shopping, like you're doing online shopping. You're just like scrolling through all these pictures and profiles and you're looking for specific things that they have or that they don't have. And I don't know, to me, it feels so mechanical and impersonal. Um, I'm not very good at it. I don't enjoy it, but I don't know, maybe if people did it a little bit differently and put uh, their resume out and their their strengths and their flaws. (laughs) Um, But I think like with dating in real life, we kind of just sell ourselves and and put the good parts up front first. Yeah. And I think uh, with online anything like we talked about last time, people give you the um, the the highlights of their life or maybe talk about you know, the good parts or some of the stuff I have a friend who was doing online dating and was sending me screenshots. And I was like, how does this person think what they wrote is going to reel somebody in? Yeah. And that's the thing I've always struggled with. And and you and I have talked about this before where I've been like, I don't even know what to put for a profile, like describing yourself and what you want is, is sometimes really hard to put into words. And sure, it, sure. And I think that's Especially why when you can do it. I think that's why sometimes it comes across a little weird. Yeah. You have a limited amount of characters to try to describe yeah. you, Katie. So it's like, mm. yeah, describe your entire life and your entire personality <laughs> in 200 characters or less. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. So 30s. What is a date, an actual date like in your 30s? Because we talked about what an actual date like was like in our 20s, which is a hilarious thing. And now what is it like? I'd say a lot of times it's an actual date. Um, You know, you get dressed up and you go to dinner and have drinks or you meet up with friends. Um, I think in, the tw- in our 20s, I know for us at least, the date was often with a group of people um, where I think more now it's, it's like a one-on-one type of thing. Um, And sometimes it's, it's fun. Like let's, I love to eat. Everybody knows this about me that knows me. Like I would love for some, somebody 
that takes me and let's go, you know, explore and, and buy all these different types of foods and try a little bit of everything and, and do, you know, a beer tasting or something mm. like that or something outdoorsy. Um, I think there's more thought that goes into it in your 20s. I mean, excuse me, in your 30s than in your 20s. Oh, yeah, definitely thought, actual thought of what would be fun? Where should we go? How can we best get to know each other? Um, where in our 20s, it was just like, you know, where's the closest place? Um, (laughs) Is that because there's more pressure in our 30s for people to like start to figure out to settle down? And in your 20s, you're just kind of living your life and having fun and day by day, just flying by the seat of your pants. And now it's like, shit, my mom keeps asking me why I haven't settled down and had a baby yet. Maybe I should actually start to think about this. So let me get my stuff together. I think you're right. That's a really good point that it's a little bit more serious. Like it's major Mm -hmm. leagues now. Um, There's like more at stake and we don't have as much time um, to waste. I think that's part of it too. Yeah, exactly. And that's why we want the resume up front. You know, don't waste my time. My biological clock is ticking. Exactly. I got stuff to do. Exactly. So what's ideal for you as a, in a person now? Like, what are you ultimately looking for? So for me, that is a really, really hard question that I don't think I know the answer to. Mm-hmm. I think if I knew the answer, I might have a relationship right now, or I hope I would. I don't know. So sense of humor, definitely. Someone who is passionate about political stuff, social stuff, cares about other people. Um, I don't know. I need, I need a combination of somebody who can spend a day just like binging TV and hanging out and somebody who can get up and go do something fun and spontaneous and definitely someone who likes to travel. Um, that's, that's a big thing for me. So I don't know. So we just wrote your profile. Oh boy. Uh oh. (laughs) (laughs) Done. Done. Um, I think then the bigger question becomes you know, for you, if you can't nail down exactly what you want, what is an absolute deal breaker? Absolute deal breaker right now is somebody with kids. Um, Interesting. I think just because been there, done that. Um, I don't want that. I don't know if I, I want kids in general, which we'll talk about at another time. But I, I think I've just done it, done it before that I don't want to do it. So I think kids is a deal breaker. Also, I've dated people who were in the process of getting divorced. That's also not a cool thing. I think I want someone oh. who's like clean. If you're divorced, that's fine. But I think I need it to be kind of like done on paper and official um, because being involved in in that process is kind of crappy also. Yeah, there's a lot of emotions and stuff that go into that. And again, you are not the first thing on their mind. Yes. Um, It's interesting to me, too, that you, you know, for you, it's no kids since maybe because your experience in your 20s was so bad and that for you and I've kind of flip flopped. You know, my thing in my 20s was, please do not come to me with your child. And in my 30s, I was more open to that, maybe because 
a lot of people in their 30s are divorced and have children from previous marriage or relationships. And I was receptive to that and had a really, really good experience. Um, But that being said, I mean, it's very hard. Um, Again, you know, going into something with somebody and you're not just dating them, you're there with their child and their mother and that whole thing that goes into it, it, that can get very tricky. And I have a lot of friends who've had and are still in bad situations with that. Not everybody has that ideal situation that I had, thankfully. Um, But that gets, it gets harder as you get older, man. Like you have to raise your standards for certain things and then other things you have to kind of let go. Yes. So there are some things Mm -hmm. that aren't as important anymore. So what is the Mm -hmm. deal breaker for you right now besides teeth? Yeah, teeth, definitely deal breaker. (laughs) Um, Anybody that, and this is going to come off awful judgmental and it's meant to be. If you smoke, it's 2020. If you smoke cigarettes, gross. I I love a good cigar occasionally. Um, The vaping too, I don't really get it. Um, maybe because I don't understand how it is that people can get out of their car and want to tape their vape box. Is that what they call it? I don't know what the kids call it and have to take it into the Walmart store when they go there. Like you can't wait 10 minutes to pick up your baby wipes and your bath bombs and you have to vape while you're in the Walmart. No, I don't get it. So that for me is I'm just no. Um, Besides that, Again, you know, zero personality. Um, I've I've met people before, especially in my 20s, and we've had phone conversations and it was going really well. And we were texting and talking over the phone and they're hot. And then we go out. I actually did. This actually happened. Went on a date with somebody and there was no chemistry whatsoever. And it, it yes. was awkward, but it was like, man, I don't get it. I've had that too, like guys where I've talked to them for, you know, maybe like a week or two texting, talking, and then you finally go on that date and you're like, oh, wait, this isn't, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Like you, I don't know. It's like, you know, when you see previews for a movie and you're like super excited to go see the movie (laughs) and then you go see it and you're like, what did I just waste 10 bucks on? Um, It's kind of like that. Um, So... I don't know. I feel like I'm a little old school where I want to meet somebody in person and have that chemistry and sparks flying and get to know each other that way. I feel like online dating and the way we do things now that it's a little backward and it doesn't really for sure really work for me. But have you ever done speed dating before? No. I feel like that would be the perfect thing for you because you get multiple people in one session sitting down and talking to them let's clarify and you kind of have to give the the highlights and the lowlights right up front before you move on to the next person and you would get that initial maybe spark with them face to face I feel like that would be good for me but is that even a thing anymore well now it's not because everybody's quarantined oh (laughs) facts but I mean like in the normal world is that a thing anymore I don't know. I remember. I'm sure there has to be, especially where you live. I remember they did it in um, 40 Year Old Virgin. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. Yeah. The movie is classic. Yes. Um, I think that would be good for me. So, 
I have another question. What yes. are your thoughts on the one? Do you believe Ugh. that there is the one that you're meant to be with that like is your soulmate? I think the, uh, to answer your question, no. Um, I don't believe in the one. Um, and I think soulmate is a completely different thing. I think you can have multiple, not multiple soulmates, but like, I think it's a different feeling than the person that you ultimately end up with or maybe mm-hmm. marry. Um, I, I don't necessarily think the one is your soulmate or supposed to be. The one for me is like, I don't know. It's so fairy ish And I know people have it. Maybe I'm just, I don't know. But um, certain things that girls are supposed to have, like grow up thinking about their wedding and, you know, this perfect day and the Prince Charming and all that other BS. I've never really felt that way. Um, and it's not a bad thing, I guess, but no, I don't believe in that. What is your thought? I don't either. I believe that there are people in our lives who are in our lives because they're good for us. And people that I've been with before at that time, they might've been the, the perfect person for me at that time. But me right now and me 10 years ago, it wouldn't, that same person wouldn't work. Like Agreed. whoever I was dating. That's exactly was, right. Yeah. I don't know. I can't even know who, it, I can't even think of who it was that I was dating when I was 25. That's too hard to figure out right now. But mm-hmm. if I was dating that person right now, I feel like we would have so many problems just because of how much I have changed in the past 10 years. So I think that different people are the one during that time does that make any sense yes um and I don't believe in forever loving some like I think you can love someone forever but I don't know if you can have a happy relationship with someone forever like think about when we were not we think about when marriage was first a thing And this is, again, I'm going off on a tangent. This is probably for another episode, but okay, let me go back. So (laughs) I don't believe in the one. And I also think that relationships have involved more than just love. Yes. Because Mm -hmm. we can love someone, but they're not the right person for us or they're unhealthy for us. We need other things. You need commitment. You need trust. You need honesty. There's so much more that goes into it. And I think when we look at the one, we focus just on love. Yeah. And I think you can love somebody and not like them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could name a whole list of people. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it's just. So what what about this? Are you glad that it's changed? Like, um, yes. Oh, for so. sure. I mean, I, we had some great times in our 20s and kind of, you know, uh, rip and roar every weekend and every Wednesday or <laughs> Thursday or, you know, whenever we felt like going out and having some fun with our friends and, and learned a lot. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm completely I love being in my 30s. Um, I think I've said this to several people 
who complain about getting older, like, oh, I just turned 35. Okay, shut up, first of all. Second of all, you think of all the people who are not, I hate this word, I'm going to use it though, blessed enough to have these um, years of their life, you know, they they don't get to live as long. Um, And my thing is I'm more secure in myself in my 30s. So I'm just a happier person all the way around. Um, That being said, I think that online dating piece and and that sort of stuff that goes into it. I know. Glad I haven't had to deal with that. So I was um, getting blood drawn one day for something. This was like five years ago. And they like, you know, ask you your age. And I said something like, "Ugh, you know, I'm 30, whatever. And the girl drawing my blood, she, she had to have been like 18. And she was like, she was like, I look at it the opposite. I think that you're so lucky to be that age because I know so many people who, you know, didn't make it past whatever age and so many people that I've lost. And I was like, oh, I never thought about how age is a privilege, a blessing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, to grow old, it is a blessing. And, you know, with people that you and I have lost in our lives, I think that that it, it challenges us to look at it at it that way, that we're lucky. Mm-hmm. Right. Agreed. But yeah, I think overall 30s are are better than 20s, not only just for dating, but just for being a human being. <laughs> a little bit better. Yeah, what a what a shit show were we back then, man. I oh gosh. Yeah, I don't know how we got any boyfriends by the way because we were pretty crazy. <laughs> Low standards for the win. That's true. <laughs> Facts. Facts. And now that I have standards, I'm single. Weird. <laughs> funny how that works <laughs> so in conclusion in conclusion um, now that we have expressed that we started with um, no expectations from men and now we don't believe in the one um, we hope that everybody's still listening write <laughs> <So laughs> has some good messages <laughs> please don't take any of, of this as advice we are not yes this is not (laughs) disclaimer um but we we do really appreciate everybody listening and we appreciate the feedback that we've been getting um we're gonna post our um podcast email so if you guys have any topics that you want to hear Brittany and i just kind of chat about you want to hear our crazy thoughts on anything just shoot us an email and we'll do our best yes we would love to hear it um thanks again for listening um we're trying to keep the cursing at a minimum i it's very hard for me um but we hope to bring you something you know a little deep one week and a little lighter and funnier the next week um Um, we don't know what next week's episode is going to be so you will be just as surprised as us. <laughs> yep. You better work on that. <laughs> One day at a time. That's right. It's all we can do. All right. So stay safe, everybody. And uh, see you next week. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.